<laughs> that was killing. Oh, I love that track. I love that track. There's so much we could talk about that um, beautiful, beautiful masterpiece that we just heard. But welcome, Indeed. one and all, to Upright Citizens with Bob Upright DeBoo. Citizens. Hello. Mr. Ruben Rogers. That's me. That's me. That's me. I went the other <laughs> way around today. Um, we just heard the great bassist, Abishai Cohen. Hmm. Yeah, this is part of our Basis as Leaders series. Um, I think we've done Oscar Pettifer before, and we kind of decided to go kind of into the 21st century and give yeah. some love to someone who's alive right now. Um, Absolutely. Just, just briefly, I, I just want to say Avishai comes from a you know a lineage of incredible Israeli musicians who hit the New York scene. Uh, in the early to late 90s, around the same time that I actually hit the New York scene. Uh, names like Omer Avital, yeah, Anat Cohen, Avishai yeah. Cohen, the trumpet, trumpet player, player. Uh, mm -hmm. Gilad Hexuman, Ali Djibri, uh, and the list goes on. And it seems to just getting bigger and larger and larger. Uh, they definitely have uh, a rich history of jazz education in, in Israel going on there and um, we're very appreciative for that um, so yeah I mean what else can we talk about obviously share us share please sir players yeah absolutely Ruben great <laughs> I love the intro man and that's such a beautiful song to open up this podcast where we're celebrating Avishai Cohen or shining light on Avishai Cohen not that he needs it this dude is you know er most bass players these days are going to know about Avishai Cohen. Just he's so prolific and amazing as a bassist, obviously. Yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had a, a good back and forth. And well, before we go on, the Basis as Leaders, Leaders series is meant to highlight bassists because we're usually in the back, the mm -hmm. anchoring of the band. So there's just so much um, incredible leadership, clearly, that Avishai Cohen has done. And for many, many years, going on two decades, two decades as being a leader now. So, um, but we, we decided to open up with Aura, O-R-A, from uh, Avishai's Adama album. And this was the first time I ever heard um, Avishai as a leader. I, I know we had heard him before um, on Danilo Perez, Panamonk. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first time I think that I actually heard him was on uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel's East Coast Love Affair, mm -hmm. which I was just really blown away at, uh, at, at, the, at the time. Mm -hmm. But 1998 is when Avishai released Adama, um, it's a premiere or his initial solo offering before, like these days, he's up to 22 solo albums. Wow. He was born in 1970, so dude is like 52, 53. Yep. 22 solo yep. albums already out. Incredibly prolific yep. body of work. Body um, of work. Wow. Man, indeed. So he released these uh, these three albums on Stretch Records, which was Chick Corea's label, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So from 1998 to 2001, he released Adama, Devotion, Colors, and then Unity as well. And I had all those, all those, as soon as they came out, I was way into that. And, um, and then he started his own record label, Raz Daz Records, or Raz Daz Records, depending on how you want to say it. So just incredible, incredibly prolific. Um, he picked up the bass at 14, inspired by Jaco Pastorius, like so many of us are. Mm. Um, he, the interesting side note, we have to, of course, give love to Open Studio, who is sponsoring today's podcast. Big love to Open Studio, and check out the You'll Hear It podcast. The reason I'm bringing that up is because, once again, there's an incredible musician that spent some time here in St. Louis, Missouri, in the middle of the country, United States. Hello. Uh, 
<laughs> which was uh, striking to me because I had zero idea. Ruben, did you have any idea that that, no, that Abishai had spent any when time? I why, saw that, yeah. that fun fact. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so there's, there's our trivia for the day that Abishai, <laughs> Abishai Cohen lived in St. Louis as a teen. Um, and I will never forget the first time seeing him. I grew up in, uh, in Texas, in Fort Worth, and I drove down to Austin to see Abishai play with uh, Chick Corea and Jeff Ballard. There was a trio album. I, I'm blanking on the name of the album that had just come out, but there was uh, great recordings with uh, Chick Corea. And to watch um, to watch Avishai play was just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. The technique, the way that he would get around the instrument, yeah. his yeah. clarity, his interaction, yes. um, his energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, All of th- it. there's, yeah, there's energy. just so much his there. Charisma. His charisma. charisma of the instrument, right. And, yes, and absolutely. the instrument, right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Exactly. So I think that's a great, um, you know, opening track to hear because also his writing, mm-hmm. his instrumentation, his arranging, um, on top of the fact that, you know, he's releasing his own albums on his own label. Yeah. Uh, just indicative of a, one of the highest levels of being a band leader that you can be, especially mm-hmm. as a bass player, you know? Um, and uh, so I just, that's a great way to demonstrate some of his early early writing which is very beautiful very not aggressive but very present yeah yeah i mean abishai was uh very clear probably i feel about his vision his artistry or how he wanted to present himself from a very um Mm. early time in his career you know what i mean and i think it's it's very um, incredible how he's able to to kind of stay that path, you know, um, hmm. being committed to like this is my vision, this is how I want my music to be, this is how I want my sound to be, and this is you know we're only playing just a, a couple of tracks today um, because hmm. his body of work is large. It goes from playing electric bass to playing with trio, but playing with orchestras, playing with with uh, you know singing augmented singing as well. groups. You know, yeah. all of it. You know what I mean. So, I mean, some of this is kind of personal to us because, obviously, as bass players, we're, this is still an upright citizens and and a bass centric show. And you know, giving this, giving that love. Oh, we're going to nerd stuff. out at least a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and we're nerding out mainly <laughs> just just vomiting how much we love him. But uh, but you you said, can I just interrupt real quick? Because you said something too that really struck me is that you know you talk about his. Um, he had his own sound, like from from the get go. Yeah. Know, like these opening these opening albums, his sounds developed fully developed. You know, coming out with this yeah. opening album. Yeah. You will so notice strong. that it's very consistent. His sound. Yeah. Uh, probably the actually the maturity of his sound, the actually sonic part of it, has matured over the years. But it's been mm-hmm. very very consistent. You know very what strong. I mean? Uh, it's funny just going through like even like the last maybe ten records that we we played. Oh, uh, sorry. 10 records that I played, um, mm-hmm. researching some of this, uh, getting really familiar with some of his older stuff, uh, it was, it was struck me like, wow, from even, you know, 2000, uh, from 98, 2005 to even 2020, how similar his sound is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't definitely say that for myself. I, my stuff is <laughs> it was sad and sad and sad and now it's being seasoned just a little bit more you know his that's what i like to say his sound was seasoned from day one and well yes. um anyway enough vomiting about that but just let's let's talk about his, his just his composition skills too it's just mm. incredible that also was very very um well formed about the vision and the way he writes and and um 
and executes his compositions also on the instrument and with his bands. Oh, wow. Well, let's play some of that to, to, to show you what I'm talking about. We're going to play a tune uh, from the album Gently Disturbed. Uh, mm. It's great album. Uh, from 2008, he did it with the great Mark Giuliano on drums and Shy Maestro on piano. Big shout out to Shy if he ever hears this. He's one of my very dear friends. He's incredible. Hey person he has, a, he has a very fitting last name too yeah you know incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that trio was great was was incredible trio mm-hmm. um i had a chance to see them you know i think once or twice they during the time that the trio was together they toured a lot every mm-hmm. time i would go to a festival i would see their names see this band and and just just they were relentless in, in, in touring and I mean obviously they were easy to book so um, and to, to, to even just this is just a snippet of what, what the band could do uh, uh, you know that's that kind of thing you go into the studio and you record and once you get to the road the music really comes alive and it evolves from there so anyway we're going to play Chutzpan from mm. Gently Disturbed uh, the great Abishai Cohen <laughs> I want to now actually just forward to his solo on here. I mean, the composition is, you know, prowess that he, that he, oh, well, anyway, let's go to the Incredible. solo and then we'll, we'll vomit about him in a second. Cool. So, <laughs> uh, Oh man. 
That was a ride. <laughs> what? That's who was that bass player again? He was good. He's pretty good. He's pretty, he's pretty good. The great Abishai. Cole, wow, everyone, man, yeah. Go ahead. What, I've heard. Go ahead. I've heard that. I've heard that particular track. I don't know how many times, and still, I just like. Yeah. I'm over here making bass geek faces. You know, yes. it's just yes. uh, compositionally. I wanted to start there because it's such a beautiful. He writes beautiful melodies, beautiful harmonies. Obviously, very adept at like you know, uh, including different rhythms and different sounds. He's mm. very big into in, involving different different sounds, and the solo right there was especially evidence of that. Right. He's playing up above the bridge drumming on the bass, drumming on the fingerboard, clearly, you know, like clearly very adept uh, with his range mm-hmm. and his sound and his yes. articulation, like the end of notes, everything. Um, I just, into all of that, he's really um, evocative with his sounds and especially his rhythms, obviously. So to hear him play over these, you know, uncon- uncommon time signatures, um, it, he just sounds completely effortless. Yeah. Like he's just like walking on water, you know, as does the whole band, which is incredible. Like that. And how about that moment water. with a, yeah. How I'm about that moment in the solo where he just like stopped and everybody stopped for a moment. There you that go. Space. I love that. That's you trying to say that's he's Jesus at. on the bass walking on bass water. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't quote me on that, but yes, that is exactly uh, what I'm saying. <laughs> he's just, he's just otherworldly man entirely. So. Well, you know, from my research, I, I came across this, this little uh, ditty. Cohen's signature sound is a blend of Middle Eastern, Eastern European, and African-American musical idioms. Mm. And I had to let that resonate. And I was like, yeah. I, it was funny. I always thought Middle Eastern, yes, definitely. Right? You know, yeah, I mean, for sure, from, for sure. He's from Israel. And, you know, a kind of, you know, I don't like to say this is this is where it's from. I, I think all music has influence from all over. So most oh, yeah, of the yeah, time. worldwide. Right? Yeah. You know? Um you know, from my own words, you know, as I do every every um, podcast when we're talking about basses, the first things that come to my mind, I kind of jot down usually. Mm. You mm. know, his sound is warm, it's resonant, it's percussive, yeah, with just enough audible attack. I like to mm. say that, right? Like that. It's not too yes. bright. It's not too dark. It's just right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether he's playing in a lower register, whether he's playing in a high register, uh, he has a you know a very you know, and he's as you, you you said one great thing that describes he has so much range, right? He has so oh, much yeah. range, not just technically but musically. You know what I mean? Amen. Uh, yeah. And I, I think that's the lesson we can learn from from the, from this great bassist. You know, having range is 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 an invaluable thing. It's an mm. invaluable thing in our everyday life, <laughs> in our, in our playing. Um, but, you know, being th- that he's even a leader, you, you will notice over, over his career, he let his writing speak to himself a lot. And his bass mm. playing was so unbelievable. Like, I noticed that a lot of, a lot of his records, he wouldn't even, he would take a solo on just a couple of, two or three tunes you know what i mean sure. yeah, uh just definitely. just he, he let his music speaks for himself you know what i mean and I, I found that to be uh really interesting you know what i mean and very uh you know i don't know it's uh, it 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 really spoke you. to me you know th- absolutely, that, that kind absolutely. of way of presenting yourself your music and you know and and, and having faith and and trust you know that, that you, you you'll get what what i'm about without having to you know show 
that I got all these chops too, you know? Because <laughs> yes, I mean, absolutely. because it's in the undeniable. He, I guess also it's undeniable when he does want to go there. So, you know, he's like, yeah, you, oh, you, you, yeah, he I'll can give you some of that, but yeah, yeah exactly. it doesn't have to, you know, be in your face all the time. Right? You, you know, that came to, that's, I love that you just said that because I was thinking the same thing too. And I was trying to say that earlier and I just simply didn't. As far as like the way that he writes such beautiful melodies and can play beautiful melodies and beautiful root movements and things like this. But the balance between the, my, I don't want to say ugly, but like the yin and yang inside of his music, as far as like the aggressive, the beautiful, the ugly beauty that's in his mm -hmm. music, you know, is like really evident to me. He's got these just really passionate melodies and sounds yeah. and stuff like that. And then this fire, you yes. know, rhythmically sound wise, and it's all there and it's balanced so, so well. So we talk about range, man, musical range, that's where it's at. I love it. You know, yeah. and I'm, 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 I, it's personal for me too, for Avishai, because we, we came up uh, to, you know, kind of not together, but we came to New York around the same time. And, and a fun fact is that actually he left Danilo Perez's band uh, around nine, I think it's like around 96 or so. And uh, Danilo called me to do some, some, some touring with him. When, when Jeff Bother was still in the band, actually getting ready to to do some other things. I think with Chick actually and and others, yeah. and uh, Antonio uh, Sanchez came into the band. So I did tours with both of them. I should and note here too that that I was I was busy around that time. I wasn't able to make the tour. That's right. So. That's right. Actually, yeah, you know so. what? Let me look at those emails from '96. <laughs> anyway, uh, you were CC'd, right? You were. I think you were CC'd in there. But anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> I. I, I got a chance to, to to basically I was introduced to him from this Panama record that Danila Perez put out yeah. right because we were basically playing a lot of the music from that and I was like man who's this badass wow. bassist from here and yeah. I thought it was I was like wow I really like this this dude you know what I mean I met him I've spent very little time around Avishai but but the, the mm. few times we've been able to to hang out he's always been warm he has a a, a very inviting and, and and warm personality and uh I'm so so it's so grateful to see his development into an artist into a, a incredible bassist and and leader Beautiful. and um you know uh kudos I'm glad we have given him his his flowers while he's living and uh, if you want, I mean, what, what can we go out on something? You got something for yeah. us? Yeah. You know? So talk about, you know, like some success being a successful band leader is like no joke. That's some serious stuff to even just lead a band in the first place. And it, that's a lot of work. The fact that he has all this, this body workout and is socially uh, engaged as well as he is. I, I can see, I see Avishai on Instagram all over the place. You know, his website is incredible. Please check out the website too and just check out all this body work. But he um, had this, this, this hit. If you go check out the, the playlist that we'll have here, uh, click the link below to, uh, to our, our, Upright Citizens curated Avishai Cohen playlist, whatever. Um, you'll see that he has a particular track entitled Remembering that, at least according to Spotify, has over 10 million plays. <laughs> That's 10 million with an M. And it's a, tr you know, it's um, it's because it had some placements, I think, but it's just in general, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful uh, composition. And he even speaks on it to uh, directly on one of his albums. He has some commentary where he shares about uh, writing the tune and stuff like that. But from 
just a little Wikipedia blurb here for what we're about to listen to. Uh, in 2005, he released the album At Home, and it was, it's was it been described as one of his most striking records, fe- featuring the composition Remembering, which we're about to hear, a highly evocative trio ballad, which became his most beloved and demanded encore at live performances, as well as being highly demanded for use in film and TV. And as soon as we hear this, you'll understand why, if you haven't already heard it out in, you know, in, in the real world anyways. Um, but just a beautiful, beautiful track with again Mark Giuliana, his his buddy partner. Mm-hmm. Like that's another thing. He's got bands mm-hmm. happening. I like that. You know the yep. opening, the first few albums. He's got a, the stars with you know like his opening album had Chick Corea, Brad Meldow, etc. You know Jason Lindner, Danilo was on it. But then he's got bands and um, Sam Barsh is uh, is playing on this particular track as well. But let's go out with this beautiful composition entitled Remembering, and give it just one more view. So this will be ten million and one. Uh, not views, but listens. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so much love to Avishai yep. Cohen. Thank you so much. You've directly influenced me personally in my musical life and many of my peers. And uh, I'm just very, very grateful yep. that, that you've put your music out and shared so much. And yep. uh, it just inspired us all. So thank you very much, Avishai Cohen. Pick up, pick up Avishai. Much love Absolutely. and respect, brother. And to you, Mr. Ruben Rogers, thank you so much. I always love going on these bass journeys. Yep. I yeah, this is just I so love, much fun. Let's do it I, some more. I love geeking out with you, Bob. Ooh, all right, citizens. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Let's listen to a bit of remembering here. 